0: Hold on, bitch. Oh. <laughs> Same thing, different day. Period. <laughs> that, that was Period. a devil.
1: <laughs> it is your boy, Depressed Prince. And it's your girl, Lena Bean. Now let's get into the Hey, y'all. What's T? And welcome back.
0: Woo-hoo.
1: Yes, to a blunt and a bottle. It is your boy, Depressed Prince.
0: And it's your girl, Lena Bean. I hope y'all blunts are
1: rolled and ready.
0: And I hope your cup is full and flowing.
1: Period. Let's get into the
0: tea. All right. We're going to kick this off with a would you rather. Do you want to go ahead and take that off for us?
1: Let's do this. So the team blunt versus team bottle today is, would you rather see the afterlife at a glance, get to experience what either hell or heaven is like, Mm. Or would you want to see a glimpse of all the blessings that you've missed in life? I am and will always be repping Team Blunt. (laughs) I'm going for the blessings that you've missed in the afterlife. And here's why I say that. Testimony has been such a big part of my journey. And I think... Faith is a very hard concept to grasp because it's not something tangible, it's not something that you can see, it's not something that you can even fact check, it's just trusting your belief that there is a higher power out there And a lot of the dark times, I think our testimonies and kind of remembering what we've been through and how we've gotten through it has helped us move forward. And I think that by being able to see a glimpse of all the blessings that I've missed, it'll show me like, how god was working in my life what he was going to present to me and what things that i did to stand in my own way and i feel like moving forward kind of correcting my behavior to allow those blessings to really flow into my life and to really align myself with what i think god was trying to do i think that'd be really fun
0: well of course team bottle we always have to be anti I'm going to go with seeing the afterlife at a glance. Um, In the same vein, but not the same reasoning, but the same vein as my motivation and my, I guess, reason for keeping in my religious faith and my religious walk with God. One of my biggest motivators in terms of life and why I feel like sometimes we have to suffer, and it might not be suffering to the same level, but, you know, suffer in your own way to see glory. Glory here on this side is great it can be whatever it is and the blessings that you get while you're here on earth are wonderful but nothing Mm. nothing can compare to the joy that is heaven you mean eternal peace no more suffering my family's at health i'm at health there's no more wondering and wondering why i have to go through all these things there is no more going through there's no more. There's no more experiencing all the turmoil, the ups and downs. You made it, and I'm. I'm speaking from obviously the standpoint of you are going to heaven. Very much so, hopefully for everybody else, <laughs> <laughs> and not. I will send you whatever water they will let me have <laughs> for you to have. Love, but beyond that, can't do much for you. But for the rest of us, um, I just I have always. And maybe this also this also is why I think I'm I'm okay with certain things like death and passing and mm. people moving forward because I know that anything that this world has to offer, heaven is beyond ten times better, hundred times better. Very much so. And if you even want to go from the from the uh from the tangible or from the the surface part of it, streets paved with literal gold. Mm-hmm gates decorated in pearls and jewels and that's just what we know that's just what we know there are things that heaven has to offer that we have no concept of yet the lion laying down with the lamb do you know how at peace you gotta be to lay down with your enemy go here and be cool and be be at perfect peace and to me god's perfect peace is the only thing that reminds me on a regular basis like girl you may be going through it right now but his perfect peace will keep you and has kept you so i i gotta keep i want to see heaven but like my thing
1: is it's just right that's why i feel like it's just like a quick like Hi and bye. Like <laughs> I'm just stopping up here so God can show me around. Let me pick out my room, good you know. Time. Like, all right. I ain't stay, I ain't here for good, you know. I'm just gonna kick it, you know. See, you know the old elders, you know, <laughs> Sweet a to few, few of family members. <laughs> And, you know, like, I, although I think that that would be great because it'll, I feel like it'll allow you to live life knowing, you know, what you're getting into and being Mm -hmm. comfortable with that. I still think that it's just, it wouldn't do anything for me to, like, just see what heaven looks like. I'd be like, oh, this is, like, ooh, this cute, like... I still ain't trying to come up here yet. Like, but the thing about it is, like,
0: when it comes to the blessings that I missed, I would be up. I think I would be more upset to see what I could have had because it's like, dang, like I really put off whatever it is, X, Y, and Z. Because I wanted to go to that party, I wanted to, you know, go drink that drink, or I wanted to. And I feel like that shows you
1: priority. I feel like it shows you that because we all know that we're all flawed. We all know that like none of us can compare to you know God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Um, But I feel like it humbles you to a point of seeing like you know like you complaining about your life, you complaining about where you at, you complaining about what's happening. Look what God was trying to do for you. And you just wasn't willing to be, you know, in that headspace or you wasn't willing to be consistent. Look what could happen for you if you, you know, stay on his path. And that's just my piece. I think I think a lot of like reflection and testimony is my biggest strength in my faith. But I can understand the piece. What y'all think?
0: Drop it in the comments below. Let us know. Y'all team blunt or team bottle.
1: Let us know. The afterlife or the shit that you regret. Can can I regret.
0: This episode? I feel like we should avoid it as much as possible. Very much so. This is going to. Sorry get, in advance, it's God. It's going to get very religious <laughs> up in here. A few F. I mean, look, y'all know us. God the knows Lord, our heart. God knows our heart. Knows I really heart. feel like
1: very much so.
0: It's coming from a place of uh, trying to communicate, and we're doing the best we can. Period. <laughs> All right.
1: And we just gonna cascade into the positivity. When did you really get into God for yourself? Like, when did you know that <laughs> you wanted to follow God?
0: I love how you say cascade to positivity, and this story is not positive at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is a very sad story. Um, so, I grew up religious. Um, my parents have always been Christian. I come from a, a long, long, long line of Christian believers. So, it's like one of those, like, oh, you didn't have a choice. I didn't. Um, but I gave my life to God when I was eight. Did not meet him till I was 16. And those are two very different things for me. Very different. Um, I grew up in the church, so I was always in choir. I was an usher. I was in the dance ministry. I was up in that church. Period. Literally. It was like the worst. I used to hate waking up Saturday mornings waking up at like 9 a.m. to go to the choir practice, and then immediately <laughs> at the choir, got to go to dance. All right, no, no, YPD want to have a meeting. If you know what YPD is, shout out to you. If you don't, then this is the inside secret. Um, But, yeah, so that was my life. But when I got to high school, my junior year, I had already been in what I can now acknowledge. I was suffering with a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. and a lot of depression centered around school. Just in because that has always been my thing. I've always been good at it. And high school, junior year, for some reason, I just became not. Like I was failing classes. Um, I just could not seem to get on track. Um, I had moved not too long before that. So different school, different environment. I'm competing at a different level you know, life is about to get really real because, like, I'm going to college in, like, a year. I have to, like, get my life together. It was just a lot of reality hitting me at once, and I could not handle it. And I was battling with what I can also now acknowledge, which was the devil speaking to me, telling me I needed to end my life. And if you deal with depression Mm. and anxiety, I don't want to minimize this, and this is not me making it seem that this is something you can just get over with, with a simple hope and a prayer. Because it was a lot more than a hope and a prayer that got me to this point. Mm -hmm. But I just remember I just remember um I was in the shower and it was like I had like I had a really bad fight with my dad about my grades. Like I was throwing stuff. My mom was like had to restrain me because of how angry I was, but I was just Mm. angry at everything. And because of how my dad came to me that day, everything just, it hurt. I was yeah, just like, the, the I'm, straw I'm that over was bad. it. Like, this is like, no. I was like, look, I'm done. I'm done with life. I'm done with living. There's nothing more for me to have here. Mm-hmm. And this kind of plays into what I said earlier about heaven. Like, if I don't have to deal with this anymore, God take me out. Like, it's just that simple. I'm done. There I'm done might. with living. So I was in the shower, um, still crying, still in tears. And I just simply told God, I'm tired of living. Like, I don't want this anymore. I'm sick. I'm sick of feeling this every day, waking up, regretting the fact that I have to wake up and go through the motions and not be happy and not want to exist. And it was just a a real conversation. And I was like, look, if this is going to be the rest of my life, end it. Look. uh... And I mean this so seriously, end it. And it was like, it was so clear. Like, I just heard him tell me like you're not done and it was not like one of those oh i felt a presence and it was like a moment i heard him tell me word for word bar for bar period you're not done and it was like did i get instant peace no (laughs) but it was a sense of like calmness that kind of came with that obviously i still if it was not obvious for those of you that know me, I still struggle very harshly with depression. Mm-hmm. Have I sought help? Mind your business. Period. Um, I'm still working on me. Anxiety is still something I deal with. And even suicidal thoughts are still something I I deal with. The next time I came into contact with that thought, though, I was probably a freshman in college. And so not too long after that. And the next time I just had to sit and deal with the fact that, you know what? Life is never going to be easy. And God never promised that my life was going to be easy just because I believe
1: that's the one.
0: And the only promise I have is that my life will be more abundant. Mm -hmm. Anyway, like it's not because I'm a Christian that I'm protected. Yes. It's because I'm a Christian. I'm a believer that God covers me. But even in spite of, me not believing it, even in spite of me not committing a hundred percent to my religion and playing that shit on the fence, often, even in spite of me not always giving God my hundred and ten percent or his hundred and ten percent due, even in spite of all that he still covers me, so I can't I can't allow myself to kind of play into those thoughts anymore um my life is not my own. I do not have any jurisdiction over this. This body is not mine. The spirit is not mine. The only thing I have choice or say in the matter of every day is the choices that I make to be a better person, and that's literally it, and outside of that, everything else is God, and how he chooses to operate in me, how he, how he chooses to allow me to be a testimony to other people, how he allows me to move and breathe and exist, how dare I think, oh, I don't have to, you know, be a good person, I don't have to live for myself, but more for myself, but more for the other people that have to bear witness to whatever miracle God is working in me, not for myself, but for them to see that God still creates miracles. Period. Even in spite of whatever mess I go through, whoever Lena Bean is, the hot mess that she can be sometimes, often. Let me repeat it again. Often.
1: Dear myself.
0: But the fact that I still wake up every day with a purpose, because every day I wake up, that means something. I, I haven't done something yet, and I have to do it. I have to. So in order for me to get to that point, I have to keep pushing myself forward. I have to work my way through those moments of, you know, asking myself why am I putting myself through this much hell that I don't have to go I don't mm. have to work at this job. I don't have to attend this university. I don't have to have this masters. I don't have uh-uh. to live at home with that. That sounds I'm like a lot of things. things I, I, don't don't do. <laughs> I don't have to do. I don't have I to I don't
1: have to I don't want to do I don't have look. to.
0: <laughs> I don't feel like it.
1: I Uh, don't want to. My spirit says, no, the
0: body is not willing. God, I don't feel like it. But because I don't feel like it, that's exactly why I do.
1: It's very much giving. That is
0: exactly why I do. Because at my weakest, again, this is scripture. At your weakest point. God is at his fullest strength. So every moment that I've ever had where I'm like, I don't know how I made it because it was not me. At all. That was not me making them A's in them classes. That was not me crossing that stage to Savannah State University when I graduated. That was not that degree that I earned on my own. I'm not earning this master's by myself. I'm not working this job 24-7 killing myself alone. I'm yeah. not working with these kids, with these classmates, with these teachers. I'm not doing this alone. And that that within itself is enough motivation for me to understand I can make it. So I say all that to answer your Good question. Much. Sixteen years old, God saved my life and he changed my life. And from that moment on, I have not stopped running with this race with him.
1: It's a journey, man. It definitely it's a is. Journey.
0: What about you?
1: Yes. So I too struggled with um like depression, anxiety. And it's t- it's really hard to say it because it's like, oh, I have not like legally you know, or medically got these things diagnosed. But, but you like, just know? I just know <laughs> right. what those, you know, of, of knowing what the, those symptoms look like. Um, for me, it's always been very difficult because I did not grow up in a religious home. Like, we all believed in God. Maybe went to church on the Easter or two, you know, or maybe for Christmas. Like, my, you know, grandma went to church. But I actually feel like God was coming to me Like, Mm. trying to get me to be a part of church because I can remember so many moments in my youth where I went to church. Like, even though my family was not going, I literally was, like, going with, like, my aunt. Like, I would have my mom drop me off at her house or they would come and pick me up. And we would literally go so far to church, like, and it was a period of time where I was in there. I even got baptized, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. I am such a dramatic person. I've ne- I never noticed these things, but people notice them about me. When I got baptized, I was like in high school. First of all, I don't know if it was just me or not. The water he was stinging. It was, it was like it was like very warm. It, it was like, warm
0: for sure, but like mm.
1: she was giving very much lukewarm. She was giving very much like somebody dirty shoes or dirty feet was in here, <laughs> and like it was really stinking on my skin. And they say when he brought me back up from the water, I was like, oh, "Y'all can't <laughs> see me," but was being o- like dramatic and stuff like that, and. The church, like, clowned me forward, Um Did you go back to But I did go back to that church. <laughs> I enjoyed that church for a long, for, for a while. Um But I would always fall off because it always just came to pass that you can't be gay and you can't be a Christian. And literally, that's been the hardest part for me with just trying to, like, be with God. Because I blamed every bad aspect of my life on god does not love me because i'm gay mm. and i can never have a good life i will never have anything good because i'm gay like he's not looking after me he's not caring for me so it would be moments where i would go and literally anytime i've ever sat in a church and i don't want to say if i'm lying i'm down striking me down because i don't know it's, it's <laughs> I, I probably fell asleep in there but anytime i went to church i feel like god was literally speaking directly to me like the sermon made sense it fit with the situation it doesn't matter what the pastor was talking about whether I had plans to go or I randomly showed up it always felt so like magnetic like I always felt that energy of like gravitating me towards God and so I want to say like when I was in college probably my junior year of college um my friend, she invited me to go to church with her, and like we went to a, I went to a, a nice school, but like it was like a small town, and mm. um this was literally the only black church they had in the whole town. Like all the black people went to this church, and when I sat in there, the pastor said, um I don't care if you're gay, I don't care if you like your lifestyle, I don't care you know what sins you have, come to church, just come just hear the word. It's not up to me to tell you what to do with it. God is just going to change you on his own. The more you get into God, the more God is going to change you. And over those times, like that wasn't the time because I, I fell off again, but the real, the I would say the, the most important time was when I was a very angry person. Like I just hated life. I was very like rude, still a good vibe. People still, you know, fucks (laughs) with me. But like you could tell that I was angry and I hated life. And my mom is like the most important person in my life to me. Like anything she says, like can shake me or break me. Um, And she told me that you could be angry all you want. You could be, you know, depressed. You can be angry. You could do whatever you want to do. You could throw yourself your pity party because that's up to you. If that's what you want to do, but ain't nobody going to do it with you. And it really stuck with me. I ended up seeking therapy and through therapy, I ended up trying to seek God more and just through and kind of how I said earlier, you know, like just looking back at my testimony, like how far he's, you know, covered me and just because I feel like I never had the skill sets like to be a business major. I don't have like the mind capacity to even the the know-how of government to withstand the program that we're in currently in 4.0, like doing like amazing things. And it's always been this thing of like, does he love me because I'm gay or does he love me because I'm not? And I think I got to a point probably when I was like 24, 25, where I just, you know, said that I don't know if he does. But I'm gonna believe that he does. Mm. Because that's what faith is. Mm. Faith is not something that you know. I don't I don't know if God hates homosexuals. I don't know if he doesn't agree with, you know, like people judging other people I I don't know what he thinks it's been so much time since he created the earth since these things have been written down hell Moses's journey changed the commandments changed you know like a couple like things throughout the bible over time they changed as God saw how his people moved but I believe and I have faith that he loves me unconditionally that he cares for me and that it's hard what Lena Bean said earlier about You know, wanting to commit suicide and just having those depressive times and still having them. Life is hard, y'all. That shit is difficult. Mm -hmm. Don't forget that the devil is out there running around, doing his thing, plotting on people. I am too one of those people that, God, if you are the almighty, the all above, you could shake shit and you could end this in the snap of a finger, you Thanos. Why are you like not get, why don't you just remove our free will? Why don't you control us? Why don't you allow things to happen? Why are good people dying? Why are young people dying? Why are these things? And it's, I I have to come to the realization that God gave us free will because he loves us. To control somebody is not to love them. Mm. To make them and force them to do what you want them to do is not to love them. He allows us to choose good or to choose bad. And even if you don't choose him, I think he's still watching out for you. My grandma always say that God looks out for babies and fools because... He's and he and even a lot of people in the church talks about how he goes for those, you know, those falling off those who are, you know, lost those who need to come to the church. And I I, like I said, I really feel like he was coming for me like he like, come on, get in this love this. And the more that when my mom told me that and the more that I sat in it, I, I challenged myself every day pray every single day even if it's the same exact prayer and I actually learned how to pray from Michael Todd he does a sermon and he teaches you how to pray Mm. and I've gotten a lot of compliments on you know like my praying style I guess but um and that's another thing don't worry about how you pray (laughs) praying is literally a conversation y'all just go sit and talk with him that is prayer the little things you say oh thank you God and the words of Tabitha Brown those are prayers you know like so the more you sit with him the more you talk with him you are going to be frustrated because it does not make sense you are working your ass off you are tithing you are giving to people you are helping people you are literally going out of your way to do things for people you deserve a blessed life you deserve to have everything that you want and everything that you need but if he literally handed you that on a silver platter how do you grow how mm-hmm. do how do you how do you learn that you should treat people the right way through messed up friendships? How do you learn that you should love your children and that you should introduce them to certain things at certain ages, or that you should bring it in earlier in life because you learned that through rough situations with your parents? How do you learn about mistakes, about jobs or where you wanna be in life or what your path and what your purpose is? You learn through those mistakes. It's ups and it's downs, but you have to trust that he's going to be there for you in those down moments. When I say, because my closet is my safe space for prayer. Anywhere I live, I, it, I always like pray in my closet. For, I don't know why, but maybe because the movie Prayer Closet. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but.
0: I feel like War Room? Yes, War Room. I was like, Prayer war Closet? Room. Is it War, war Room? room. But yes, 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 I have.
1: Maybe because of that is what I do, but I've stormed in my closet plenty of times and was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who you think you is. This thing, you ain't shit. You think you 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 care about people so much. Why was you killing everybody in Genesis? Why was you doing... Y'all, I've come at God hard. Like, yelled at him, cursed his name, and I feel like he still loved me. Because you do that. Because it's... Faith is the unknown. It's just a belief that you have. So it's up to you to continue to believe in that.
0: I really feel like if it was... <laughs> I don't want to say if it was easy, because to me, it is easy. It is easy in the sense of all you got to do is believe in your heart, confess with your mouth, and that's it. That's your ticket into heaven. You're done. Congratulations. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. However, I do agree that when you kind of come to terms with the fact that God is the almighty and he has full control over everything, and it's like, oh, okay, so you can fix the world. Do it right now, like you be like trying, God, but, like
1: period. Show do me. it, do it, show me, do
0: it, like <laughs> you be wanting it to happen so bad, and then you see the wars, and you see the people that are killing each other, you see the people that still hate and adamantly hate other people, and they get away mm-hmm. with it, they get power. You're just like God, why? Literally, why? Like literally literally and this is a moment of like clarity i had this in general but i also um you know give all honor and praise to god whenever anything hits clarity in my life with the whole trump election when i was in high school i was in my senior year trump running for office and everybody was like, oh my god the are gonna go to shit It's gonna go to shit we're gonna die we're racist we're gonna kill us and it's just like we were just i forgot Y'all, I'm sorry, the dog <laughs> 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 just emerged. It concerned.
1: Yo, Charleston be chilling.
0: Uh, but yeah, I was just like, Oh my God, Trump's gonna get elected. This is gonna be the end of all freedom and everything, yada yada yada. Ah I was definitely part of that crowd. But looking back on it, those four years, um, it was crazy. It was. Um, it was definitely not a time that I would wish on anybody. Ugh, but out. thankfully, my family did not lose their home. Mm-hmm. Um. nobody in my family that I can at least think about, no nobody lost their life to violence or to racism or to you know, and not to the, those who did God wasn't looking out for you mm-hmm. but for me and mine those four years were, were terrible because of what we had to watch happen to other people mm-hmm. but for what happened in our home we were, we were covered in a different way and for those people that did experience some type of hardship at the hands of a man that should not have ever seen them for years mm-hmm. or because of something that he implied and somebody took and ran with, or he, you know, ignited for you. My heart goes out to you and you are in my prayers. And I do mean that. Very much so. I think, but, I,
1: Oh, go ahead. Finish. I was just going to say,
0: but, the mission that God has all of us on every assignment, we cannot dictate how it plays out. And unfortunately for some people, it looks like being a martyr. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that you had to be, cause it could have really been anybody else. It happened to be your loved one. It happened to be you, but the amount of outcry and outpour that we had following the, the murder. Now let me not even downplay with death, the murder of George Floyd, I don't think we would have seen that had it not happened at the time of COVID when we are all forced to be home. We all have to see this. And we're all like, why are we at home with COVID? Then we see this happen on national television. It becomes a worldwide, not just America. I know that shit's fucked up here. The world had to sit and watch America tell a person, we don't give two fucks about you. And then yeah, the myself. world also sat for weeks, I think actually months, In the middle of a moment, we should all set our asses down and, you know, put on masks and stay inside. We said, fuck that. You're going to have to listen now. And again, it did not have to have, it should not have had to happen the way it did, Mm -hmm. but everything happens for a reason. And I think it just plays out differently. And in one of those moments of clarity, I was like, wow, but we really, had this been another day, Mm -hmm. COVID not existing, This would have been another another black man killed. And we would have just been like, ah, damn, that's really crazy. Hashtag, rest in peace. And moved about until the next one happened. And this really put us in a place where we had to like check ourselves, check other people and things happened because of it.
1: I agree. And I think just to like piggyback off that, when you look back on, and I'm, I'm so big on testimony, so big on like reflection. When you look back on it, when President Obama was elected, we thought we did it.
0: we did <laughs> We
1: thought that it was it, like a black man is now president, like the world is our oyster. We can do whatever we want, and there were so many people, I think who tried to X out racism now because a Obama was right a because person. a black man is president, and God knows exactly what you need and when you need it. To have somebody like Trump precede him went to show everybody times have not changed. At all. There's still a lot of work to be done. Like, yes, their opportunities are opening because of legal reasons. But the people who are still at the top are still a lot of white wealthy racist people who are not giving opportunities to people yes y'all allow affirmative action to allow people to get into schools y'all allowing people to you know get certain jobs and stuff is affirmative action like going as far as to like ceo positions (laughs) it's big companies like apple procter and gamble um like huge corporations you know like really giving people the opportunity. And I think this having Trump come in after Obama was God showing people like, wait a minute, I'm giving y'all progress and life is getting better, but there's still so much work to do. And I think in George, George Floyd's death and COVID even more because it was just when Trump, a majority of Trump's administration, it was just a clear divide. I think it had got to a point where it was just like, we on this side and we on this side and it is what it is. But when you dive more into it and the situation continues to progress and COVID comes in and now we're all shut down, we're all locked down. We're all forced to see what's going on in the media. We're forced to see what's going on in life. And I think it's just a display from God to just let you know, like, you know, things are going to start getting bad if you don't, If people don't come to this middle ground, if people don't start to understand people and start to love people, and I don't know George Floyd, and to be honest, I'm going to be real with y'all, during this time, a lot of these killings and a lot of this stuff was very heavy for me. Um, I did not see any world where God could just continue to let this happen, um, continue to allow black people to be under attack, continue to allow, even to allow us to be enslaved, but when you even read the beginning of the Bible, his people, the Israelites were slaves.
0: Hmm.
1: He brought them out of slavery. The journey was supposed to be what, three days or like a week or something it, like that. Yeah. And it ended up being what, 40 years Yes. for them to find that peace because, but he, because of their choices, their because choices. of their choices. Very much so. And I feel like, At the end of the day, he still guided them like no caveat that, you know, like slavery should have happened or whatever. But like, you know, Lena Bean said, like God's timing is God's timing and everything does happen for a reason. Um, Not to say that we wouldn't be excellent, resilient, gorgeous trendsetters if we had not endured those hardships, you know, but it is what like God knows and God does things at time. And one of the big things that I did learn during that period through like George Floyd death, Chadwick Bozeman's death, cause oh. a lot of people hated Chadwick Bozeman for some reason. What? I feel like a lot of people I knew disliked him. I did not like <laughs> him. <laughs> Wait, i'm gonna I'm gonna be real be like i feel like a lot of celebrities like really did not like I've heard like a lot of celebrities like thought that he was mean or you know like thought that he was like off-putting um i did not care for his performance in black panther I really thought that he was a weak king to be honest um so that's a writing thing? that was like very much so <laughs> um i you know really did not really care too much for him but to see um him die, like, you know, to see him having been in, having cancer for so long, nobody knowing, him still doing the work that he he's doing, cry. putting out Black Panther, having Malcolm X, doing so many of these oh. work, like, he was not, was he not Malcolm X?
0: That was not him.
1: That was not him, it was a light-skinned nigga. Chadwick Boseman did do a Malcolm X, did he not?
0: No, he did Jackie Robinson. He did do
1: Jackie Robinson. He
0: did Thurgood Marshall Thurgood
1: Marshall that's who he did Uh, and Black Panther like literally like doing these things while he has cancer his purpose in life was to show black kids black boys black girls who you can be through movie through media through showing us like what this rich culture is all about what we can do with it yeah no go ahead
0: I actually, I'm thinking about it because I, I, you know, you don't know people till you know people. I think mm-hmm. people didn't really know who he was till Black Panther, but then mm-hmm. you go back through his, like, IMDb, basically, of he really did not do a single role that was not somebody who was empowering James Brown, Jackie Robinson, Thurgood Marshall. Hell, even his uh, side character role in My Rainey's Black Bottom. Or mm-hmm. what was that was? Yes, it? Yes, oh yeah. That was it. Okay. Like even though like his character was grimy, but like the empowerment or like the be able to to be a part of something that was so culture shifting in, in black communities. Like he exactly. really did not take a role that was not empowering some way to the black community. So and 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 wow,
1: that's his purpose. God knew that he was a phenomenal actor. God knew that he was supposed to show us Black Panther, that he was supposed to show us Third Good Marshall, that he was really supposed to recreate these things at a time period and at a level where a lot of youth, Black youth, were disconnected from their culture and from their history. Mm -hmm. And he did a phenomenal job at that. George Floyd, I don't know this man from A Can of Paint, I I did not keep up with much of, you know, like, the details of the story, like, going through it. But, you know, people said things about him, bad things, you know. Like, he wasn't the best family member. He wasn't, you know, like, you know, I don't know if he had kids. I can't remember I any of this. I think he had this. a daughter. Like, you know, he wasn't, the bad, be, you, like, he wasn't the best person in the world, you know. But for this to happen to him, how did it blow up so big? There's so many people had went through police brutality so many people had been killed so many people had this had happened so many times like why and then for somebody who does not have this angel representation who's not a kid who's not a woman who you know who was not doing something positive at the time who does not have this legacy of like accomplishments behind him Mm -hmm. how is the world rallying behind that what was his purpose and his purpose was in his death it was in bringing people together. It was in showcasing what this crazy world is really going on and how we need to step up. Like when I say God uses people through life, he uses people through death. He uses people through different situations and scenarios. And when you literally have a clear mind and you reach the destination to at which point you were trying to reach and you start adding up the pieces, you'll see him at work. You'll see him in motion. Mm-hmm. You'll see what he's doing. And it is hard. I'm <laughs> going to keep saying it. It is hard, y'all. I'll probably cuss God out next week. I'm not going to lie because I right now I'm going through a, a, a tough time. And I'm dealing with, you know, like stressors with work, with other things in like my life. And it's hard. And sometimes I really want to blame God. And I really want to, you know, yell at him. But it's just like, where would I be without him? What, 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 where, where would I be without, you know, like I've had moments of wanting to commit suicide. I've had moments where I've talked to him and I'm like, God, I I prayed for him to take me off this earth. Like, get me out of here. Like, to moments where walking away from conversations with him, holding a pair of scissors in my hand, like scratching at my hand, like not fully piercing it because I'm really scared to kill myself. Like, it, it, I don't, I don't know if I have the strength in me to do so um because it it, beside, regardless of what people think you know people are weak they don't have the capacity to continue on to take your own life is a very hard and difficult thing because you you struggle with it so much to a point where it's just like it happens in an instant and you just you really don't know what to do
0: put this out there when it comes to people that want to downplay or speak to the weakness of people that commit suicide even if you are not religious inherently When your body is in a situation that it feels like it's life or death, your body is going to fight for life regardless. When Mm -hmm. you are drowning, your body fights for air. When you are freaking, like when your heart is beating and you're like, you know, you're not getting enough blood, your body will over pump just to make sure you get enough blood circulation. Your body biologically fights for you to live. Mm -hmm. So to fight that and to say, no, I really don't want to live to the point where you will fight every portion of your literal being to end it that is not weakness and to succeed that is not weakness that is strength and it is produced and it is shown in the most saddest display and if anything it really just
1: shows to sit and think what was that cause what did that for that person Mm. so that we can help other people and that we cannot you know have other people fall into these same circumstances God is not going to speak to you right away. I had this idea of when pastors talk about how God spoke to them, that he told them this, everybody in the church say that he coming to them and I'm like, damn, well, he just really don't fuck with me. <laughs> like he does he not he have anything to me. say to me. I don't hear it. But again again, I do hear voices sometimes and it's just like, is this good stuff or is it bad stuff? I think it's just it's it's really important to never compare your spiritual journey to someone else's because everybody is different. God treats us. Think about your parents. They treat all you and your siblings different love because you all of who the same. y'all are. We love y'all all the same, but treat y'all accordingly. And that's how God does us. Like some people need a little more attention. Some people need to learn. I think I'm one of those people. I need to just learn from through mistakes Bad and through mistake. heartache. <laughs> yes. And I feel like he be letting me trunk through the tree. he be letting me truck through the trenches, but, I don't ever feel like he's left my side. Mm. I'd be searching for him. I'd be where you at? But I feel like he always brings himself, you know, apparent to me and he makes himself apparent to me. And I think that's the beauty of the whole thing. And that's what keeps me holding on is that like, even when I'm like, fuck you, you not real, you lame. And you just want to see me hurt. Like he still comes through.
0: One of the best ways I've ever heard, like the description of a Christian and God, like in terms of like the relationship, how it looks. It is literally as if a fixed statue is just there and you are up on that statue. And at some point you gonna are run all the way to the other end of the world. That's st- That statue has not moved. Mm. And that is literally us with God. God does not remove himself from us ever. He does not. Oh, you know, I'm going to just take myself and my grace and my mm. mer- my mercy and my love and my support. I'm going to take that, all of that. I'm going over here. No, God stays exactly where you met him as a matter of fact he was there before you even reached that point so when you meet him where you are god is 100% aware of the the broken individual that he has come to face with or that you have come you have brought before him so when you want to run and gallivant and you know freaking (laughs) what is the word (laughs) Uh, graze in the streets and you want to be part of the world and you're like God, where are you? Well, I drink and I abuse and I lie and I cheat and I be a bad person. God, where have you gone? And God's like, okay, this is not God, but this is me as if I was like, <laughs> nigga, I'm right here. Nigga, I'm right here. The fuck? Like, turn around. Like, this is God. Like, I'm, I'm here. Your eyes. Like, you're blind. Open up. <laughs> Let me get to my time.
1: <laughs> Period. And let's also be very clear. I don't think that God has a problem with weed. I don't think that God has problem had a problem with appropriate drinking. He would
0: not have created it or a place. Jesus, turned water to wine. You not finna tell me he got a problem Period. with a drink.
1: Period. Can't not tell at me all. That. Like, literally, I think the main focus of God and to just keep trucking with is to just think positivity, to think love, and to just... I, I've always heard that God does not do anything out of ill intent or he does not do anything to harm hurt or anything bad to people. Everything that comes from God is love. That's it. That's all. And I just feel like let people live their life. As long as they not hurt nobody, God will deal with them when it is time.
0: But that'd be the issue, and I'm going to say this, because Christians take advantage. And I am one of those Christians. This is me looking at myself in the mirror with Michael Jackson. This is me. Calling myself out, and if you're the Christian like me, the issue, because God, I don't think that God has a problem with a drink. I don't think God has a problem with a little blunt smoke. Mm-hmm. However, because we know that it comes from God, we take advantage oh because god don't care about weed because god made the plant i'm finna get high as fuck i'm mm-hmm. finna smoke my life away mm-hmm. and abuse the fuck out of weed mm-hmm. and now i'm high my ass i don't do shit i don't go to class i don't go to work i don't earn no money now that's
1: when it's not that's god. when what's a
0: problem oh i don't think because jesus turned water why it's the, it was the first miracle so not gonna be a go be a drunk Mm-mm. every day a functioning alcoholic or a non-functioning alcoholic and now I'm just but Jesus turned water to water you cannot use the scriptures to feed your fantasy of what Period. you think God really is because if you think out here God's out here condoning and endorsing sin you have lost your, your mind. absolute spiritually baptized mind Period. and I am here to help you collect find and keep that the because what you not going to do is put that on my Jesus not, not on all. my, that went and died not on that cross all. and got up three days. Like, you're not going to to my Jesus.
1: Okay. People really do be thinking that. And I'm just like, no, nah, that's just not. Because I feel like there was a point in my life where I feel like I was overly smoking. Mm. Like, not accomplishing anything. Y'all. And this is where, like, me and God be having deals. <laughs> like, I remember the Get first this, I'll never l- The first deal I ever, the first deal I ever made with God, and I never do. I never say that I'm never gonna do anything again because I know that ain't true. I I give it a time frame. The first deal I ever made with God was, I don't know what I was doing. Probably fucking around in my room, playing around, and I kicked over a cup of Kool Aid on my cable box in the middle of the night. <laughs> I told God if he fix this cable box and he let it be working in the morning because I did not want to hear my mama mouth about Comcast having to come out and rechange this cable box that I would not masturbate for a week, y'all. Ooh. And I when I say me and him have had made multiple <laughs> deals it's you in the on removing for me. my masturbation from him <laughs> But um he came through. That cable (laughs) box was working the next morning. I was shit faced because I was like, dang, now I have to live with this. Like, ugh. But it I mean he he literally comes through. I remember literally quick synopsis i went on vacation i y'all know i'm not a people person i love to keep to myself and i was trying to think like where can i go by myself like what kind of trip can i take by myself i was like i'm gonna go on a cruise mm-hmm. i'm stuck on this boat there's a lot of stuff to do on the boat i can come chill in my room i can come do my thing and i was so excited four days on this cruise going to mexico was going to live my best life and do my thing y'all never take a cruise alone never take- <laughs> the amount of waiting. To get on the boat, to get to the boat. Oh, like that is a very long so trip. So much waiting I never knew about, and I was so bored. Literally, my phone had died. I was not around anybody. They don't bring your luggage until, like, hours later after you boarded the boat, y'all. But before I got on the boat, I pray every day, like I said, and it had gotten prayer, and he said to me, fast on masturbation. I had a king size bed, a window view of the ocean. When I say I was about to get as nasty with myself (laughs) as who them niggas is that do slob on my knob, like horn on the cob, check in with me and do your job. Like, literally, (laughs) I was ready for this, y'all. And I literally, he just kept saying, and I was like, are you sure? Like, just like one day, y'all, and... When I say I spent a lot of time masturbating, and at the time I was spending a lot of time smoking as well, um, but obviously you can't, you know, like smoke on, on a and cruise and stuff like that. Which I've learned, people are taking edibles on a cruise. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to y'all for being smart. People now I now right? I know secrets. But um, I literally got on the boat as soon as the boat pulled off. I literally burst into tears <laughs> because I was just like, <laughs> "What the fuck did I get myself into? This is literally the weirdest shit in my life. I don't know." And I prayed about it, I took a nap, and that's always the thing, pray, take a nap, and you will wake up refreshed, and um, when I prayed, I took a nap, I woke up, I went out, and I ended up meeting these two random lesbians that was out on a cruise, having a good time together. And I literally spent so much time with them. And when I didn't want to be bothered, I spent time by myself. I did not masturbate, not one time. I still prayed every day. I got into even, like, listening to my church podcast from time to time while I was there. And when I tell you when I came back, it was such a refreshing moment. I felt so closer to God, like, which is what fasting is about. Right. Um, it was it was really amazing experience, y'all. I really be trading him off on these deals and i feel like a lot comes from them and so maybe try it you know give him a okay. a, a, a deal strike up
0: a deal i will say god is not a genie uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I i'm very all much. for the best friends and how he chooses to look your relationship with god your, your relationship with god very much however so. so i don't need you newbie christians or even some of y'all hard fast christians whatever do not treat God like he's a three wish and you got it because there, I have been plenty of times in my life where I have prayed. I don't want to fail this test. I don't want to fail this test. God, I'm a, I'm a strong believer in you. Jesus don't let me fail this test and walk out with a whole 30, like Look. 30 out of a hundred. So it is like, wait, what did I do?
1: It's not guaranteed.
0: Faith without works is what church? did And you better believe it mm. just because, you pray on something and you can want it for all your might. You can want that thing. If you did not work or earn it, God is Hear not myself. finna just fill in the gap. How you go how you gonna add zero and zero? What you gonna get? Zero. My kids don't know that at school. They don't. Ooh. They don't be knowing. They they going pray
1: for them. I'm
0: gonna say
1: I'm gonna pray for them. Yeah. you gotta
0: give something and then and I'm not even saying because God gives. But if you, okay, so let's make it, look, I'm going to keep going with my math teacher. That's what I'm on right now. Five and zero is what class? Five. five. So how in the world do you think you're going to get more out of a situation than what you put in?
1: Very much though. If
0: God has already meet, met you more than halfway, why are you running around here acting like he's supposed to just give the whole thing? You ain't did not a lick of work, mm. not a lick of prayer, a mm-hmm. lick of uh fasting, of giving up, of sacrifice, and you just want God to just you just open hand walking around, I want, it, I want, it, I want gimme, gimme, gimme. No, you are not owed. Anything. anything
1: that's why he calls it grace oh because you don't deserve he, I it i don't you don't deserve ah, it and mercy at all because even yes. in spite
0: of you not knowing and even in spite of you not deserving, i'm gonna do it for you anyway yes
1: and check yourself because there was a time when i kept saying i pray every day i i go to church i'm doing all the things i'm supposed to be doing he still does not owe you a thing Mm-mm. for being a good person
0: how about okay? you just be a good person for sake you being a Period. good person?
1: Like it's just it, it it's not gonna always work. But I do think that when you are young in your faith and you don't have a lot you know, to off of. Uh, exactly, because I did not, you have to like do things that is going to help you. Like one of the things that helped me um get into this mode, like I don't think since November twenty sixth, twenty nineteen. There has not been a day that I did not pray. Mm-hmm. There has not been a day that I have not prayed. I don't care if I was on vacation. I don't care if I was in a one single room and there's multiple people there. I find time. There's not a day that I don't pray. And it's because when I first started, the things that were important to me was smoking and masturbating. Because they calm me down and they bring my spirit to just, uh, whew. sense of relief and my thing was that I could not masturbate I could not smoke until I prayed for the day I had to pray first and I had to wait an hour between my prayer time and my time of smoking or (laughs) masturbating so say I got off work I didn't pray in the morning when I woke up for work I woke up late and I went to work and I did not pray I had to wait till I got home to pray
0: and then an hour. And
1: then another hour after that to do my thing and to enjoy myself. Like and it was sometimes it, it, it made a strain on the relationship because I would be like, damn, like I'm just praying just so I could, you know, do what I want <laughs> to do. Reward, it and it was even worse that it was like time frames, like say I finished praying at like eleven fifty two. I had to start the time at a, at twelve o'clock and go from 12 to one. Like it was just these strict rules. It was, it was these things. And I did learn through that, that like, sometimes it made it hard to love God because there was so much work and it was so, it was so strenuous and there was so many rules. But I will say that those consistencies that, that work gave me, you know, the spirit that I have today to unconditionally want to pray, to want to talk to God, to want to, go to church every Sunday. So your journey is your journey and never compare it to other people because literally God loves the worst sinner and the most spiritual person the same.
0: I will say one of the things that I think, and this is like a personal thing I've realized in my journey, the only times I've ever truly like had issue, because I, and not like a pride moment, because it's not, I tend not to blame God often mm-hmm. because I always know that if it's what was supposed to happen or if it was really what was meant for me, it would have, whatever mm-hmm. it is. So I tend not to lean towards blame on God. I'll blame the world. I'll blame myself. But the the times that I have ever had the most struggle with God was when I was not getting my way. Because I mm-hmm. just, it was like a me thing. Like, oh, I'm not doing right, but I expect God to do something anyway. Exactly. Or I'm not getting what I want in this moment. God, what's up? And it's like... I had to check myself about that because it's like there's nothing that God actually did to me. Period. <laughs> One, God is not just letting me suffer and watching me and dancing on the ashes of my like dreams. Like period. He's <laughs> not happy that I'm sad. <laughs> oh, he's not sitting there yeah, like he
1: like yes, I got that bitch down. <laughs> Eat that
0: shit up, bitch. Period. Like He's not happy about that. Mm-hmm. So I had to always check myself about like God is not. He does not take joy. Mm -hmm. In our sadness. I agree. And I think a lot of people, because especially people that go through a lot of things, like you sit and you blame God for all of it. There's just no way that God is just up in heaven rejoicing in your misery. Bitch, in your.
1: He got so much other shit to do. You
0: think that you, again, aliens, people. You think earth is the most interesting thing that God has ever done? Oh, y'all, some selfish little beings. Very much so. Because I guarantee you, over on Mars, (laughs) look, them Martians probably killed that man to run for his money.
1: Very much so. And to say that, I am a firm believer. I saw a movie. Y'all, literally, me and my brain cannot hold the thought in. What is his name? He's like he's like a a, one of the first mega church pastors. But there's a movie. No. Um, I think he's older than him. Joel there's the he's a black guy um, and there's a movie about him. I'm gonna put it in the description. Um, but it was about, he had this, uh, revelation and this come to terms moment that, um, there's only one God. Mm-hmm. And I believe that and hear me out. I don't think that Allah is not real. I don't think that Buddha is not real or the universe is not real, whatever you believe in. I literally think that there is one God out there. Although all of these religions have different ways of living and different rules, majority of it breaks down to being a good person, being the best person that you can be, putting positivity into the world and not negativity and just loving just love i feel like that's the ultimate goal that's the ultimate like end of all of these religions i think that it's just kind of how we say father in different languages Mm. like we in english say father somebody in china says baba somebody in you know mexico says poppy like we just calling him different names he's this it's the same thing it's the same entity it's we're all like because I can't say that a Jewish person who's a phenomenal person loving gives to people is going to hell because they don't believe what I believe. It does and there's a movie about like this pastor who, you know, comes to those terms, who gets shunned, removed from the clergy, all of uh-huh. that. It was a very good movie. This is literally the only movie that I've ever liked Lakeith in. I hate Lakeith I don't think that I don't hate him Judas and the
0: Black Messiah like I'm really yes
1: him like just raggedy like I love Lakeith it's never been on my spirit I feel like he's not a really good actor he's never brought anything to the table for me but he plays like a homosexual person in this movie um does a phenomenal job phenomenal 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 I loved it um, but it really did get me to thinking and I think that's another thing of people saying don't question God why not like it, it, it's, a, it's ah! a system of it's a system of beliefs ah! I have to know what I believe and the only thing the only way to figure that out is to really question things so that you can further explore them and that you can further understand them don't stay at don't stop at your church explore other pastors see what other people are saying like that's all I got to say.
0: I just genuinely, I have always been like a believer that. Well, actually, no, I took that back. I have not. I just recently got to a point where I was not so dead set on if you're not a Christian, you're not going to hell. Mm-hmm. And that's. A, partially because I grew up Christian, and mm-hmm. that's all I had ever known. Like, my, I have family members that are atheists. I have family members that are Muslim. I have family members that are, like, you know, just believers of other faiths. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I, w- I have always thought, up until recently, like, they're going to go to hell.
1: No! Mm, like, not going to see you in the afterlife. Oh, not T-T. Mm-hmm. T.T.
0: not going to make it. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> like, I would, like, I would be... Y'all, I used to get into, like, full-on crying moments about these people not making it to heaven. Yes. Because I was like, you're just not a Christian, so you're not going to go. But to me, it's also, I had to, you know, check myself about, okay, so what about all the Jews? Because Christianity was not a Wasn't Jesus claimed, a Jew? Uh, Thank you. Was not a proclaimed faith base that was just happening when Jesus was existing. And again... If you take the Bible, you separate it between the New and the Old Testament. The Old Testament, I think that's what under the law of obedience or something like that. Basically, you have to follow the Ten Commandments. Those are your ways of getting into heaven. You follow the rules. You do the the things. You sacrifice the sacrifices, and that's it. The New Testament, we are under the law of grace where Jesus exists, and because we believe, we confess, you know, we love our neighbor as we love ourselves. We do, you know— we do the things that jesus says to do we're under grace so we have forgiveness if we don't do something we're not automatically you know let's just take it right to the bottom mm-hmm. so that's what we live in now and i was like okay so if people that were existing then at the time when jesus literally walking among us they weren't christians they weren't you know what we consider modern day believers of Christ. Mm-hmm. They got and they got to witness that thing firsthand.
1: Okay. So now
0: all of a sudden, because I saw a miracle in my life was changing now I'm trying to live a better life and I want to be whoever this man who done spit in the mud and told his man to get up and walk, who done healed lepers. I'm supposed to tell him what or you gonna tell me I done saw that my life was changed, but I'm going to hell. I don't wanna hear it. So here, here. I'm convinced we cannot tell other people how to live their life as long as you are not a I don't to say a whoremonger (laughs) 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 a murderer a child toucher you know if you're not doing nothing as the press prince likes to say if you're not doing nothing to hurt nobody and you are living your life according to the right way and I don't mean bible my my right way is my scripture your right way might be your Torah might be The the Quran thank you uh, it might be whatever spiritual book. It might really just be listening to your chakras. Period. If y'all, if you out here humming to your chakras, you hum, honey, you hum
1: and do your thing. And you, you and do you them symbols because you still gonna be saved. And the movie was come Sunday.
0: Oh, come
1: Sunday. I think it's on like Netflix. And the pastor is Carl Carlton Pearson. And yeah, okay. the thing that he really, I think he like old, old, like yeah. not old, old, but like. like
0: original televangelist origi- yeah
1: he because in the movie they say that he's like was the first like mega church and like big pastor and he said something that really struck a chord with me was that like he was on a sabbatical like praying trying to get sermon and he was watching one of the ads you know where they display <sighs> y'all tear me up with this africa is not a country Africa is a continent
0: made up of countries,
1: made up of a lot of countries lots of them so stop speaking about Africa so loosely I know that we don't know a lot of the places in Africa so we can't really pinpoint and we can't really speak about it you know technically but say somewhere in Africa stop speaking as if the whole Africa is hungry dirty and running with the lions and the tigers they have developed cities they have very much a lot of the same stuff that we have in certain parts there's parts in America that are shitty in town Flint Michigan was drinking dirty water Probably still drinking dirty water for a long time. So please stop talking about Africa so loosely as if Mm. it is one country or it's one city or one town. One suffragette. No. Period. (laughs) It's not. But he was saying he was watching one of those commercials about the kids being hungry and all of that. And he thought to himself, um, they don't have the opportunity to... Meet God like mm. a lot of them don't have churches, or they probably not worried about church because they worried about food. They don't have anybody coming. Like they probably you know have like their own religious and spiritual things that are going on. But what about the babies who don't get an opportunity to you know breathe and say you know Jesus is Christ and you know God is Lord? Like that don't have that opportunity. Are they just going to hell?
0: There are too many caveats be. we have, to. Can't and we be. can't we can't be concerned. We cannot, I feel like people get caught up in the why and I'm not saying don't question God, mm-hmm. but we get caught up in the why and the how so much because we want to understand or we want to, we want to be God. Like I, I, that's really my only, like, that's my only solution to why. It Y'all is be a so...
1: contradiction to say that you understand faith. Because Faith is literally belief. Like it's just something that you believe. It's not factual
0: and it's constantly changing the reason I believed constantly. in God I believed in God 2 years ago is not why I believe in God today believe like myself. it's all it's uh, it's adding it's always stacking on top of one another mm-hmm. but what was my moment of oh this is the moment where I grasped on to God and I held on I don't give two craps about an algebra test no more like oh. that is not my that is not my hold on moment to Jesus anymore.
1: <laughs> back there,
0: way back there, and so if you're gonna sit here try to explain to me, like, oh yeah, I get faith literally it is in the ever moving ever evolving relationship the dynamics do not change god is always god you gonna always be creation and that's just how it's gonna go but how creation understands god Mm -hmm. is never gonna be the same and it changes person to person very much so and i think it goes back to what the press pen said about testimony your testimony has nothing to do with you. Let me say this again. Your testimony Mm. has nothing to do with you. I'm so sick of people waiting for their miracle, their blessing to happen because they want to see the downpour of God on them. It is not for you to have. Let that be clear. Everything that God does for you, you have to now take that, run with it and go do for somebody else. The second you open your eyes and put your feet on that floor or put your legs in that chair, depending yeah. on who you might be, you have to realize that the miracle that you got of waking up and being able to operate whatever, into whatever capacity you could operate was not for you to have that and be selfish with. You have to now go and be a good person. You have to now go and live a godly life. You have to now go and show the world that in spite of the person that you might have known me to be, I might have been period a jerk. When you Period. met me, I might have been a cheater. I might have been a liar. I might have been a drunk, a whoremonger. I love that
1: word. I love, okay. <laughs> I can come back. Come on. Period. Back.
0: I might have been all of these things when you met me, but instead, of who you met mm. who God knew me to be is who I'm trying to become and it's who I'm constantly so. chasing every day so I don't care about who I used to be Very much so. I don't care about you know the person that you might oh well this is Lena Bean well she a little stuck up and she a little selfish she's she a little arrogant I don't care if that was who I was 20 minutes ago that was Not in the back that was in the back Ah, who i am right now period i'm living for god and we have to start doing that more often again this is not to be a religious exile against those who are not christian but whatever your deity is you need to live in the best possible manner because Mm -hmm. rather than not who is right or wrong at the end of this guess what we're all dead so who really cares period but at the end of all of this You don't get to say, well, I went to church every Sunday. Well, I gave my tithes and offerings. Mm. Well, I gave that homeless person Mm -hmm. some food and I was recording it because I wanted to go viral on social media, but I didn't tell nobody that part but God knew because God knows everything. Y'all have to understand that the checks and balances of this world are a whole different math problem when we get to heaven. God is the only person that knows one from the other. Ain't no sin equal in his eyes. We don't know. Ain't no and if that's the case, and if no sin, if no two sins are greater than the one or the other, why do we think that the miracles are not way the same way? Why Period. do you think that you feeding a thousand is better than me feeding one? You need Period. to stop trying to max out on your things that you're doing on the good. Oh, I'm doing it for the good of God, for the glory of God. You need to stop trying to max out to be showing out in Period. this world. Because who... Who Thinking was that it? you're going to get glory in heaven because of it. I, who?
1: Who was it? The The woman from Samaria who everybody was giving, like oh, the riches. They was had giving their money. Her, her few and, coins. And she gave up what she had, and that blessing was more to Jesus than anybody else who was giving him book bucks
0: and that wasn't even their best they was just giving they wanted to be Period that's seen. because of
1: they people not people don't give out of abundance people give out of what they have to mm. give from a, we went in we did we went in and
0: the thing that I could I could keep going
1: Period and it, keep it just going. be like that we like, we
0: we'll, we'll, we'll sit y'all with one
1: piece of what is i would say like one piece of advice that you think a lot of people need to or that you think helps with a spiritual journey
0: Mm, reading your Bible and I this is coming from a person that I have not touched a scripture intentionally in quite a while I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that from a bragging point but when you come up against those moments Whatever your moments are, whether it's your challenges or your down moments or you're depressed or you're facing anxiety or you're, like, focused on something that you really want. Whatever your moments are, have five. Five good scriptures you can quote that all apply to different portions of your life. Yes, read your scriptures. Mm -hmm. Talking to myself. Yes, read your scriptures. But also, I always, my mama always told me, have. Uh, have a song in your heart and a scripture in your tongue because Period. those two things will keep you in your soul right where they need to be. So I Yo, say hey, that. mama. I say that. Read your Bible. How, how you good, a good five scriptures that you can just alternate through your different portions of life so when that devil tries to come up against you, ha ha, mm. Satan, you, you ain't got no power here. You have Period. no power here. No,
1: so that's I'm what thankful. I'm
0: going to
1: say. Yes. Would I would say? say my one piece of advice is that Give yourself grace mm. in your journey because it is your journey. Mm. We are really hard on ourselves. I've said it already. We are really hard on ourselves. Even when I was like going to Transformation Church in the beginning and I was learning from Mike Todd, I was doing everything that he was doing because I wanted to receive the blessings that he was receiving. I was trying to pray exactly like him I would try to mimic him, and it went the same way with a lot of other pastors that I had previous. But I learned that I am not Mike Todd. Although he oh, he talks about it all the time, his addiction to uh, pornography and all of that stuff. That's on him. I don't think God has an issue with pornography because porn stars are grown adults who doing what they want to do and getting paid what they want to get paid and they doing what other people enjoy they ain't hurting nobody and mike todd just couldn't be able to handle his sex drive his work his wife his children any of that and god had to remove that from him because that's what he needed to do for me It ain't got nothing to do with me. I go to class on time. (laughs) I show up to work on time. I masturbate in my in-between time. When I have time. (laughs) Look, everybody does not struggle with the same things. Everybody does not have the same issues. Some of our problems are close. We can learn from people. We can grow from people. But ultimately, your decisions, your blessings, your miracles, all of that will be different and it does not mean, like Lena Bean said, that it is not equal to everyone else's. Just be in your peace and enjoy your journey and learn your way and learn from a bunch of different people because no one pastor knows. I've seen literally like six different pastors preach on the same sermon differently. mm it's all about you and God. That's it. That's all. And when you get into that headspace, you'll be able to remove those. I can't be gay because I'm not. Uh, I can't be a Christian because I'm gay. I can't be this because I've had a divorce. I can't love God because I don't pray. Like, get rid of all that. It's not. It, it has nothing to do with rules, structure, anything. It literally has to do with you and him and being in his presence. Period. I think.
0: Do you mind if I close this one out? I don't want to. Go ahead.
1: Okay. No, not so, at all.
0: Two things. <clears throat> Starting off, one, we do normally have a small business moment. Our small business moment today is find yourself a local church. Mm-hmm. Whether it's on YouTube, uh, Facebook Live, mm-hmm. whether it is you actually getting up out your bed on a Sunday morning and or afternoon.
1: Podcasts, for of us. As well.
0: Podcast. Find yourself a church or a religious house of faith where you can go and you can worship and commune because there is no benefit in you just reading your scriptures, reading your text, and then going about your day. You have to hear somebody else's interpretation. You have to Mm. hear how somebody else is hearing from God also who studied it it, Mm -hmm. because we don't always get everything. My Todd did not. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we, we don't want to be spitting nobody's face. like. No. You, so so find yourself a, your, yourself a house of faith. Challenge yourself. This coming, whatever your religious day is for us, it is our Sundays. Challenge yourself on your next upcoming day mm-hmm. to go out and go to a service and take in yes. whatever they have to offer. And so now we're going to go ahead and close. I'm going to offer up a prayer. Um, yes. I know that generally this podcast, we know what our title is. We Period. know who we
1: are. Period. God knows who but we are. But guess
0: what? Even in the midst of me being a, a bottle drinking, I don't want to say hoochie mama, but you know what I am. <laughs> <laughs> Period.
1: And me a puffer.
0: Because Not a puffer. Period. God still is in the miracle in the blessing business, and we are two prime examples of it. So soul. I'm going to go ahead and offer a prayer for you all. Uh, Dear God, we come to you right now first of all saying thank you for this opportunity and this platform to be able to speak to your children. We pray and ask that something said here today has been able to move somebody's spirit or move somebody's mind heart or body to want to seek you more father we pray and ask that if this is some this is was the message for somebody to hear to tip them over to your side god we rejoice in that and we praise your name for that moment that we could be conduits for your for your intentions and your will your will deeds god we pray and ask that we that we can continue to be testimonies Mm-hmm. Of the triumphs that you create in us and around us, and that we can be representations of what you are still doing, even in the midst of this world being nothing but pure chaos, father. Oh. We pray and that's that you cover our brothers and sisters, not just in the Christian faith, but in the, the Hindu, the Buddhist. The Islamic, the Jewish, whatever faith life these people choose to walk when they hear this podcast, Lord, I pray and ask that you still cover them from the top of their head to the soles of their feet, cover their mm. households, cover their finances, cover their homes, cover their children, their families, their wives, their husbands, cover their loved ones, God. Cover them in nothing but pure grace, mercy, and love, Father, and remind them that even in the midst of everything they mm. face, Father, You are still the one true God, and because of that, they are covered regardless of what this world may put up against them. I pray and ask that, God, you cover us from the top of our heads from the sole of our feet, Father. In this moment of journey of education and growing up, in this moment of trying to find out who we are as two young adults in this world that hates us because we are black and we are beautiful and we are brilliant. Father, I pray and ask that you protect us every step of the way, father, and allow us to be beacons of hope, not just for ourselves, father, but for some little boy or girl who might walk out their house one day and see us and see themselves in us, but also see you in us. I pray and ask that we can be somebody, something, not because, it's for us and our glory. But because in the end, we know that you get the glory, you get the honor, and you get the praise. And we just want to be a, ho- a help to that. Go here In your name, Father, we pray this prayer. Amen. Amen. Have a good night, y'all.
1: Ooh, peace out.